0: Welcome back to another episode of JNR Basketball. This is our special Overtime Edition. We're going to talk about the Western Conference Finals. Game one is in the books. And today I am joined with Ronnie. Ronnie, finally, back on the podcast. How are you feeling?
1: Uh, much better than I was. Sorry that you know I had to leave you alone there, but so much better. I'm just glad to be back.
0: And I'm glad to have you back.
1: Yeah, thank, uh, thanks for doing those podcasts too, still.
0: No problem. It's very difficult to talk to myself, but I'm, I'm glad to have you back. JNR Basketball, the podcast for basketball fans by basketball fans, or as I like to call it, Fifth Buff. Do you think that's going to take off? <laughs> Heck yeah, <laughs> uh, man! So we're talking Western Conference Finals, Game One. Golden State wins one twelve to eighty seven. What are your knee jerk reactions to this game, Ronnie?
1: Uh, so obviously, I'm not a Dallas fan now because they beat my sons, but <laughs> um, I I thought Warriors. I mean, they. They kind of did what we expected, you know, just they're they won multiple championships back in the day and they still have that those core players. And, yeah, they just pretty much dominated the Mavericks. They played wonderful defense and they're there to rebound the ball. And, yeah, they're looking good, man.
0: Yeah, it was it was started off a little bit slow for both teams. Uh, Golden Mm -hmm. State was really getting on the offensive boards, which I think helped keep them up a little bit. They really switched off a lot who was covering Luka. At one point, it was Clay Thompson. I was like, oh, that doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> uh, Seth was on him for points during the game. But for the most part, it looked like Wiggins was, was his man. And Wiggins did a fantastic
1: job. Yeah, I mean, Golden State overall, like each player I think could play defense. Um, Even uh, Steph Curry, for example, he's even though he's a point guard, he's not a slouch at all, you know? I mean, he could definitely still put up some D on, on people. He's, he has that quickness, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, he's got quick hands, which which is great for getting into passing lanes. Yeah. So Luca was held to 20 points. He really shot poorly pretty much this whole game. He put up 10 three-point attempts. He went three for 10. Total, he went six for 18. Not a good night shooting for him. And I, I put in my notes here, Luca still flops. You know, every time he drives to the basket, mm-hmm. he's either going to look for an outlet. If he thinks he can get a call, he's going to try to go for that contact and... There was a couple of flops by him this game uh, I'm also like you I'm very much rooting for Golden State I tried to be objective but as you start watching the game my true feelings come out and I was yep. I was definitely rooting for uh for Golden State in this series
1: yeah that happens to be a lot too I don't really know exactly who I'm rooting for until the actual game happens and then the same thing happening when I, I started seeing Luca do his his flops and it, you know he he uses his body you know to drive into somebody and then he just kind of shoots and he gets a call for some reason where other players do the same thing and they don't get the calls like he does. And it just drives me crazy. And I really think that's the only reason I don't like Dallas is because they're just treated differently than other teams in a league.
0: Yeah, you know, he wasn't the only one flopping. There was definitely some flops on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh Curry had a pretty big flop earlier, or I'm sorry, later in the game, but it, it definitely it seems to be Luca's MO is get to the lane, fall down, get the call. The Mavericks were started the game ice cold. They went five for twenty uh, in the first nine minutes of the first quarter, mm-hmm. and some of those shots were literally in the cylinder and then hopped out at the last second. So they were getting good looks, they were getting good shots. They kept it close. Uh, they were Warriors were up by ten at the end of the first quarter, despite Dallas shooting only twenty seven percent from the field. So I I was a little bit worried that if they start hitting those shots, they're gonna they're gonna catch right back up.
1: Yeah, uh, they they that drives me crazy as a as a. Previous basketball player, not that I was pro or anything, but whenever you know it, it's in the cylinder and it just pops out, and then it just happens over and over again, where you know in your head you know you're like off by an inch, and just that one inch is just yeah. you're like, come on, like just finish <laughs> through, you know, just go in the hole. That it drives becomes me crazy. a
0: mental game at some point where yeah. you you try to adjust your shot to get that inch back, and, and you mm-hmm. end up taking a whole lot more.
1: Yeah, you sometimes you try even harder, and then that screws you up because then you become tight, and then you're you're not shooting you know loose. Uh, and then you start really missing. You start bricking it instead of barely missing. Right. Who was
0: the player of the game in your mind?
1: Uh, I'd say Steph Curry, just because what I'm looking at his stats. And I mean, 21 points, 12 rebounds for a point guard and four assists. That, so I know that that might sound like, I don't know, whatever. It's Steph Curry. Of course, I'm going to pick him, you know. But <laughs> no, I mean, the, the other players didn't beat him by much too. Wiggins, 19 points, five rebounds. Um, there's pool nineteen points two re- rebounds so, but still, you just I gotta go with Steph Curry. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, the
0: the Warriors had seven players in double digits, which is fantastic. Some of those are are little little lopsided. They pulled the starters pretty early into the fourth quarter. Both mm-hmm. teams did actually, but I, I'm gonna go with Andrew Wiggins. You mentioned it. He had nineteen points, five rebounds, three assists. He had a steal. He had a block. But he held Luca, who has just been dominant this playoffs, to twenty points. And not only that, but he just Luca looked off when they were trying to switch Wiggins off of him, and they successfully did that a few times. But mm-hmm. anytime it was just Wiggins and Luca, you know, it, he didn't look comfortable. He he still hit his couple of shots, even with Wiggins right in his face. He's always going to do that. He's an elite player, but yeah. he did not look comfortable with Wiggins on him. So I give it to Wiggins. Although, Kevon Looney had a really, really good game, too. Mm -hmm. Draymond got into foul trouble, so Looney had to play some extra minutes, probably more than what he's accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, you know, he was being targeted on the switch, on the pick and rolls, and he was having to cover some of these speedy guards. But he he did a great job as well, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't think Wiggins is a bad choice at all. I I could definitely go with him, too. But personally, I'll stick with Curry, you know. But... um... I didn't see the fouls that were called on green. Was Did that have to do with Luca driving into him and getting him in a foul trouble?
0: No, not 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 really. There was one that was kind of questionable, but then they showed the replay, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. kind of fouled him there. So I, I didn't think there was a—actually, I thought the officiating, for the most part, was pretty good. There was a couple good. of questionable calls. The one that I took a note of that I thought was interesting— was that, well, They called two technicals in this game, one on uh, Dimwitty and one on Jordan Poole. The one on Dimwitty seemed like they pulled the trigger really, really fast on that. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he said some magic four-letter words that got yep. their attention. But Poole was complaining a lot and finally got called for a technical. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Green had said some things to refs earlier that, that they seemed to let roll off. So it was just interesting to me that Dimwitty got teed up so quickly when other players get a lot Longer of a leash, and I don't know if that's the superstar mm-hmm. treatment versus the six man treatment, but it seems right. a little quick to pull that trigger.
1: Yeah, and then on the other side with the the Mavs, Don uh, Luca only had twenty points, um, Brunson fourteen points. So those are like their two main scorers. They were held to, well, Luca just being held to twenty points. That's huge, I think,
0: for sure. Yeah, and, and both of those guys shot. You know, Luca thirty uh, three percent, Brunson thirty seven percent. Finney Smith, 33%. Bullock, 33%. Their shooters mm-hmm. were, were cold. You know, Dimwitty was at 45%, uh,
1: which for him is also a little little on the chilly side. Yeah. Yeah, 17 points for him out of 23 minutes. Yeah, kind of interesting.
0: He was he was the spark of that team. If, if they were going to get back in this game and they did it was going to be Dimwitty. He was effective when he was in. He was aggressive, attacking the rim. And, you know, that energy that he brought in, was dangerous, uh, you mm-hmm. know, luckily or unfortunately, depending on what time your team you're rooting for, it didn't take to the rest of the team. But his play was was very very good. You know, TNT was the network I believe, and they were saying that you know, Dimwitty versus Pool, who's gonna the sixth man is really gonna make the difference. And yeah. Dimwitty certainly tried his best, but he just couldn't get anyone else going on the team.
1: Did you look at the stats of the three pointers, like attempts? There was forty-eight attempts by Mavs and insane. twenty-nine for Golden yeah. State. Yeah, forty-eight though. Geez, they, so they made eleven out of forty-eight. Golden State had ten out of twenty-nine. Um, just a yeah huge amount of attempts right there. I mean, if they just make, you know, if they make fifty percent of those, then that's 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 a huge amount of points that they could be up to. You'd be yeah, right back in the game yeah. with that.
0: There was one series where they shot. You know, three threes in one series, they they kept getting the offensive rebound, and all three of them were so close, yet mm-hmm. net bounced out, so really frustrating for them. I think that's why they kept shooting them, is they're so close, and, you know, get a couple of threes, you're, you're on a, a big run there.
1: Yeah, but then you look on the defensive the was- side, too, where there's seven blocks for Golden State, and then, you know, one for the Mavs, so... Yeah, maybe Mavs yeah. were a little scared to shoot it because they were getting blocked, and I yeah, there was a few of those where they they were blocked on the per- perimeter. You
0: know, the defense of Golden State was great. Every time mm-hmm. there was you know a drive, they would they would converge, they would double team, and they'd have to spit it out to the perimeter. And shot clock started going down, so they were, they were forcing them to take shots that they didn't want, and that's that's the best way to have misses.
1: Yeah, yeah, good job, Golden State. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Golden State was leading at halftime, fifty-four to forty-five. So they closed it within nine it felt like it could go either way at halftime. And we've seen this all playoffs is whoever makes the better third quarter adjustments wins the game. Mm-hmm. At the end of the third quarter, Golden State was winning 88 to 69. Yeah, So I think we know who made the better halftime adjustments at one point. Golden State, they pushed the lead up to 22, 62 to 84. And at that point you could kind of see it in the body language, even though it wasn't even the fourth quarter, the, the Mavs were beat. They were, they were kind of, playing with, um, I don't know, kind of sleepwalk playing. They weren't really yeah. trying to hit their shots. They, they were done.
1: Yeah. Going off to what you said that out of third quarter. So golden state had 34 points in third quarter and Memphis, I'm Memphis. uh, Dallas had 24 points. So yeah, they, they beat them by 10 in that third quarter.
0: Yeah. And they were already up by nine. So that, you know, that really starts to take a toll and you makes it really, mm-hmm. really hard to come back and they were just hitting their shots.
1: Yeah. One Same of the thing-
0: things that I really liked about, uh, Draymond Green, he's really matured as a player. There's about eight minutes left in the game, and Jordan Poole didn't like a call. This was before he got a technical. I think this is probably his warning. Uh, And he turned to the the refs and was kind of upset and saying, why? ah," And complaining. And Draymond comes over and goes, dude, dude, we're winning by a lot. Don't do something stupid and get yourself in trouble. Exactly. It was kind of funny that, you know, when Draymond Green's the voice of reason, (laughs) maybe you should listen.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a smart guy, you know, and when they're up by a lot of points, he yeah, he's, he knows that there's no reason to complain, but if the same thing happened to him, though, do you think he would have had that same oh, yeah. reaction?
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but it is it is funny to see him react to that. But he's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He gets very emotional Um, and and wears his heart on his sleeve when mm-hmm. he thinks he's been wrong. And there was a couple of times where, that's again, why I was confused that Dimwitty got the technical so quick is that Green had some very um obvious outbursts and yeah. they they let it go. So
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. I see that I saw a couple of players just yelling at their ref and I'm like, where's the technical? you know and I'm just I'm just used to seeing technicals against us. You know, by us I mean the Suns. So when yeah. I see the same thing happen to other teams, I'm just like, where is it? Like how come there's there's no continuity, you know, across the league with calling these technicals.
0: And I don't know if it's because I am angry at Luca but it seemed like every time they showed him on camera, he was complaining to the refs about something. So yeah. it's pretty standard from what I know. I know other players do, it. I'm sorry. I just notice it more with him because of the anger that I have towards Luca.
1: Well, and so when you're that type of player, when you're just arguing after every single play, do you think that the refs just, they're just like, whatever, it's going to, here it, it comes, out. you know? So they kind of get used to that yeah. from that player. So then they don't call technicals on him because it's expected at that point, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's the superstar treatment, right? You, yeah. you get that win when you're a superstar. So, yeah, it was just, it was interesting that they called it there. You know, the Jordan Poole one, I was shocked they didn't give it to him, you know, when, when Green came over and talked to him. But the next sort of outburst that he had, they they definitely teed him up on that. And I think it was deserved. He, he had been doing mm-hmm. a lot of a chirping. So yeah. it makes sense.
1: But refs aside, I mean, Golden State just played a fantastic game from beginning to the end. And they absolutely deserved this win. And, I'm not trying to take anything away from them, you know, by talking about their refs, but they they earned it, and I, I'm I'm yeah, glad they won. Absolutely.
0: They they were hitting; they're missing some of their shots early. You know, Seth Curry mm-hmm. kind of struggled; he struggled from the three throw line, which was really weird, mm-hmm. but got it together. They made the third quarter adjustments, and they ran away with this game. Uh, remember, uh, again, the final was one twelve eighty seven. Golden State. Golden State takes a one zero lead. And initially I picked Golden State in five. I'm gonna stand by that. <laughs> what is your prediction, Ronnie? I think you missed the last couple ones, so I don't I don't yeah. know if you officially on the record said what your prediction
1: is. So I... now you have a spotted a game to make it. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been sucking with my predictions. So I'm Gino you know, because you pick Golden State, I'm gonna pick the Mavericks. Um the reason being is because
0: Your heart's not in that pick,
1: Ronnie. <laughs> no, absolutely not because um just when the Suns were up by 2 the Mavericks were able to make the adjust- adjustments and come back and win so maybe that'll happen with them yeah. this series too maybe they're going to you know come across something that Golden State does in their game plan and then Mavericks will adjust to that and they could take some wins and and take the whole thing
0: yeah and they were down in their first round matchup as well i, I don't know if it was two games or or i believe it was 2-0 and they, they came back in that as well. So, yeah, they have a history of doing it. It's, it's par for the course, but Golden State's a better team than those guys, obviously, because yeah. they're in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I agree. You. They have the experience. Golden State in five. That's my prediction. Marty, <laughs> Dallas in – I'm sorry. How many games did you say, Dallas?
1: Dallas in seven. But, um, Dallas in seven. I, okay. I, I think it's a sign of good coaching for this team. I, I hate to say it, but uh, screw the Mavs. But, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Luca is a superstar. Uh, yeah,
0: he can go off at any point. If he's hitting his shots, he's going to hit his shots. He did get a cut on his face today. I meant forgot to mention that earlier in the first quarter. Wiggins kind of took a swipe at the ball, ended up kind of. Yeah, I
1: him missed in the that. Face. I didn't actually see the the scratch, but i well. I saw the scratch on his face, but I didn't actually see it happen. How it got, you know? yeah. yeah.
0: Which was funny because he didn't flop when that happened. So <laughs> it's it's you know uh, he just. He knows what he's going to do when he goes into the lane. He's going to fall down. But when it happens unexpectedly, he doesn't have the presence of mind to flop. So, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. All right. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of JNR Basketball Overtime Edition. And we'll be doing this after every Eastern Western Conference Final Games, as well as during the NBA Finals. You might not get both of us every time. We are basketball fans, not professional podcasters. We have kids and other responsibilities, but... Hope you'll join us each and every time. Thanks for listening. Yep,
1: we'll do our best. Thanks, guys.